0: The Red 78 I think it's important that people don't expect too much because it takes time when you come back. It's not just the injury, it's all the other stuff. Available every Wednesday. Don't miss a
1: moment of action. Subscribe to the rugby channel on the OTB Sports app and turn on your notifications now. OTB's Rugby Daily. With Deliveroo. Delivering matchday meal deals throughout the Six Nations. Welcome to Thursday's Rugby Daily. My name is Richie McCormack and on the way we hear from Steve Borthwick as he decides to drop Owen Farrell. France have a big name back in their midfield for the game at Twickenham and Edinburgh have a new head coach. Rugby Daily is brought to you in partnership with Deliveroo, delivering matchday meal deals throughout the Six Nations. First up, Jonathan Sexton and Ian Henderson were on media duty today ahead of Sunday's Six Nations Test away to Scotland. Before we tackle their thoughts on the Triple Crown decider, Sexton was asked about potentially moving into coaching. You might recall that Leo Cullen has signed a two-year extension at Leinster to provide continuity as Stuart Lancaster is leaving for Rassing and Sexton's retiring after the World Cup. That's led to some speculation that Sexton might stick around the province as part of the coaching staff. Well, that's not happening. At least not for now, according to the man himself.
0: I would never say never because, again, you, you never know what life's going to throw. It's not my plan straight away. I don't think it would be right straight away. If if offers did come in, it wouldn't be right for me to, to go in and coach with guys that I've played with for the last number of years. Or, um, I certainly wouldn't want to jeopardise this year. you Because know, if if you, they find out you're going in coaching, them, the relationship changes straight away. So... Uh, no, I won't be doing it um, for the foreseeable future anyway. But like rugby is my passion; it's all I've known for whatever the last twenty years, uh, longer even since I was a kid. And uh, I'll find it hard to step away from the game, but I, I think it's important to do it uh, to step away, try another walk of life, and then we'll see what happens. Okay. What does that mean, You You'd like to have a new challenge, is it? Yeah, yeah. Go, go and. Uh, see if I can do something in the business world and uh, get involved there so I've been doing a bit of work experience over the last two years one day a week and uh, so I'll go into that and, and uh, see see how that goes but it might not be f- for me. Yeah. Get the itch straight away. Come out of retirement. <laughs> Play for Mary's.
1: Sexton says the current Scotland squad is the best he's ever faced he was asked about his opposite number this Sunday Finn Russell and how Ireland may go about stopping him
0: um, Like as a, as a player he's been he's been great uh, you know obviously got picked for Lions last year and then had a, had a very good campaign this year you know it's, it's amazing that he's sort of come back in the standard he has when he got left out in November which is a testament to his you know character that, uh, to be left out and then Brought back and then influence things so quickly, you know. It's sign uh, that he's that he's, um, he's on top of, top of his form really. Like and how we stop him? Like he's got a full bag of tricks. So we have to do it as a team. We need to be as connected as we've ever been. We need to you know know when to, to go, know when to, to hold off, know when to to pressurize him, otherwise to, to you know retain him. Uh, so it's lots go into it. Like it's not just uh, one or two people or. It's, it's the whole team.
1: We'll hear from Ian Henderson on the Scots a little later in the pod next to some headline-making news from England who see Owen Farrell demoted to the bench for Saturday's Six Nations meeting with France. Farrell has never started on the bench in 47 previous Six Nations outings. In the only change to the team that beat Wales in Cardiff a fortnight ago, Marcus Smith takes the number 10 shirt. The team will be captained by Ellis Genge. Steve Borthwick says Farrell will resume the captaincy when he comes on on Saturday. When asked about the decision, Borthwick repeated his mantra that he's picked a team specifically with the game plan he has in mind for Saturday's opposition.
2: I take every selection decision incredibly seriously the players deserve that our supporters deserve that and i want to make the best decisions in terms of that selection process for us i think we've got let's say many good players and i've said this right from the start that we want players always always fighting to be in this 23 and my job is to select who the right person to start and who the right place to come off the benches.
1: Just to remind you of that England team, Freddie Stewart starts at full-back. The wings manned by Max Malins and Anthony Watson. Henry Slade and Ollie Lawrence continue in the centre. Then at number 10, it's Marcus Smith with Jack Van Portfleet at scrum half. In the front row, it's captain for the day Ellis Genge, Jamie George and Kyle Sinkler. Maro Atoje and Ollie Chesham are in the second row. The blind side is manned by Lewis Ludlam. The open by Jack Willis and Alex Dombrand continues at number 8. Now to France, and in something of a surprise, Jonathan Dante has been named to start at inside centre in place of Yoram Moafana, who drops to the bench. Donte missed the first three rounds of the competition with a knee injury, and it had been thought the La Rochelle man would start Saturday's game among the replacements, but Fabien Galtier insists Donte is red hot for the Twickenham game. His words, not mine. The other change to their starting 15 is enforced with the injured Anthony Elange replaced by Francois Quo. As we mentioned yesterday, Mathieu Jalabert misses out with an ankle injury and his place among the replacements is taken by Melvin Jaminet. So, that France team has Thomas Ramos continuing at full-back. Damien Penault and Ethan Dumortier are on the wings. Gael Fiku is now partnered by Jonathan Danty in the centre with Romain entomac and Antoine Dupont continuing their half-back partnership. In the front row, it's Cyril Bailly Julian Marchand and Dorian Aldeguerri. Thibaut Flamand and Paul Willemser are in the second row. Francois Crowe is on the blind side. Charles Olivant on the open and Gregory Aldrit is at number 8. Now to Saturday's potential wooden spoon decider, Italy versus Wales at the Olympico, and the hosts make one enforced change to the team that gave Ireland a right rattle two weeks ago. The injured Ange Capuazzo is replaced at fullback by Tommaso Allen who will win his 70th cap. So that Zuri team has Tommaso Allen at 15. Eduardo Padovani and Pierre Bruno are on the wings in the centre. It's the partnership of Juan Ignacio Brex and Tommaso Menoncello. Paolo Garbisi continues at number 10 alongside Steve Stephen Varney at Scrum Half. Danilo Fischetti, Giacomo Nicotera and Simone Ferrari are in the front row. Niccolò Canone and Federico Ruzza are in the second row. On the blind side, it's Sebastian Negre. Michele Lamaro is at number seven. And at number eight, it's Lorenzo Canone. Warren Gatlin makes six changes for the game in Rome. Back in at full-back is Liam Williams, with no room for Lee Halfpenny in the Matchday 23. Rio Dyer replaces Louis Rizamit on the wing. And as the first start of the competition at Scrum Half, for the potentially France-bound Reese Webb. In the pack, loose head Wynne-Jones replaces Gareth Thomas and Alan Wynne-Jones drops out of the 23 with Dafydd Jenkins returning to the second row. Jack Morgans restored to the blind side with Chris Chunza dropping out. But the Wales head coach says all has been far from rosy in their camp, even with the threat of strike action now in the rearview mirror. I know a couple of people have commented on it in terms of you know the stuff that was going on off the field. You know, They you know, definitely had an impact. There was... Quite a significant split in the group over um, which, way, which way to go, and, and that, that I think definitely caused some tension within the group for, for those couple of weeks. Um, but no, I think now that you know, I think if things do get signed and get sorted, um, you know, it'll be, and we get. Uh, to the Welsh rugby back on the right track I think it'll be
2: positive for them.
1: So that Welsh team has Liam Williams at full back Josh Adams and Rio Dyer are on the wings Mason Grady continues in midfield alongside Joe Hawkins Owen Williams is at out half Rhys Webb at scrum half the front row has Wyn Jones captain Ken Owens and Thomas Francis Adam Beard and Daffod Jenkins are in the second row Jack Morgan Justin Tipperick and Salupe Falata are the Wales back row Away from the Six Nations, there's a new man in charge at Edinburgh. Former Worcester Warriors boss Steve Diamond is taking over from Mike Blair with immediate effect. Blair announced two weeks ago he'd be stepping down as head coach at the end of this season as he wanted to focus on being an attack coach. Edinburgh are on a rotten run at the moment with last week's 47-27 loss. At home to Leinster, their seventh defeat in eight matches. They're seven points off the URC playoffs and they have a Heineken Champions Cup last-16 tie with Leicester at the end of this month. Blair is going to continue on as an attack coach working under Diamond. Malachi Fekatoa has revealed his next destination. The centre, of course, is leaving Munster at the end of this campaign a season earlier than planned and Fekatoa has opted to stay within the URC, signing on for Benetton for three seasons. Finally, we return to the Ireland squad and Ian Henderson, who's poised to continue his second row partnership with James Ryan on Sunday. The Scots will be forced into a change there with Grant Gilchrist suspended. Henderson was asked what Scotland will be missing without Gilchrist in their pack.
2: Yeah, look, I think Grant Gilchrist looks like a big leader for them. He looks like someone who adds a lot of uh, sort of tempo to their pack, but along with a, with a bit of aggression as well. And you can see him, the guys, and definitely in terms of line-out analysis, you can see the guys really looking to him and he drives that. But in turn, Johnny Gray's been massive for them over the last number of years. He'll be itching to get an opportunity to show, look, I should be back in here. It's an opportunity... For him to arguably play with his brother, that'll be special for, for for those guys. All three of them are incredible players. Obviously, frustrating um, for Grant Gilchrist not to be able not be able to finish out the Six Nations, but and um, the opportunity that's going to give Johnny Gray to step up and really show I can actually add that the Scottish team is doing really well. I can be a part of this. That's I'm sure that's incredibly exciting for him. But it's definitely something we have to be wary of and, and ensure that that that. We we realise that he's going to be eager to prove that that that's his shirt, not Grant Gilchrist. So, um, it'll be a uh, it'll be an interesting one. Um, but we'll just have to see how it pans out, I suppose. And
1: while Jonathan Sexton called the current Scotland crop the best he's faced, Henderson was asked what sets them apart.
2: I feel I feel their their the pack's been getting them in the front foot quite a lot, and. Um, with finn russell in there and, and their centers they're i feel like they're getting wide wide and then when they're going as wide as they are and um, defenses are, are are getting slightly more fractured and that's where you see someone who's as dangerous as finn russell if he doesn't get the first thing he wants he often finds something immediately after we've, we've seen clips of him getting kicks charged down regathering and getting another perfect kick in and um, stepping back inside finding a small shoulder and throwing off loads and they're playing with the confidence that that, that that grow that grows them as the game goes on. Um I think they are playing an exciting brand of rugby. I think that'll add the atmosphere. I think the the they have a um, a back three as well which are which are c- excited to get on the ball. They're they're all hunting to kind of make those line breaks to run off in Russell. So that's obviously something that we have to be aware of and it's something that that um it's it's an exciting challenge for us and, and it's and it's Uh, objects how we manage
1: that. Ian Henderson there and we'll have the team news from the Ireland camp and indeed the Scots on tomorrow's Rugby Daily. Don't forget to subscribe to the OTB Rugby feed for all of these rugby podcasts first wherever you happen to consume your pods and why not leave us some positive feedback while you're there as well. My name is Richie McCormack and I'll have more Rugby Daily for you with thanks to Deliveroo tomorrow.